And now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with legislator Claudia Mo. The following program is a personal view program. Chief Executive Carrie Lam likes to present herself as a strong leader, tackling the major issues of the time. But a look at the government's approach on two crucial and controversial questions shows the government avoiding tough decisions, pushing them down the road, and using public money to public discontent. The current two issues are land policy and the MPF. There's a lot of noise about the need for land reclamation as an indispensable for solving shortages of land for building. But in any case, reclamation takes a long time—at least a decade—from the start of works to the completion of buildings. Meanwhile, there's a site in the Northern New Territories, which is currently a private golf club sitting on public land, no less than 170 hectares. Although the government's own panel suggested resuming one of the Fanning Golf Club's three courses, the whole issue and that of other private clubs' leases has been put off till 2027. And government compulsory acquisition of other land in the neighbourhood will go full steam ahead, wiping out villages to make way for a new town. If ever there was a case of the interests of a small clique of the rich and influential, this is it. It seems doubly shocking, given Xi Jinping's emphasis on reducing disparities. For sure, Hong Kong needs more sporting facilities. There's a woeful lack in urban areas, few football fields, and only slow growth in exploiting the water resources which lie all around for recreation. The Fanning Golf Club's prime hectares stand in sharp contrast to the general availability of public space for sports, and they say the majority of Hong Kong golfers do not belong to any of the private golf clubs here. They play at the three public courses on Kau Sai Chau, an island off Sai Kung, which is unsuitable for urban development. If the government is so concerned with the interests of the Hong Kong golf clubs members, perhaps it could lease them, say, sixty、uh, hectares on Kau Sai Chau in return. Or is Kau Sai Chau too remote and rugged for the Hong Kong golf club members? This issue is also a reminder of developers' land banks. The very existence of these so-called land banks is itself an indictment of decades of government policy, whereby induced land shortages provide an almost cost-free form of capital gains. The big landlords understood this and have long hoarded land eagerly, but even they are sometimes prevented from developing land by the bureaucracy. I noted a recent letter to the editor in the South China Morning Post from an urban planning consultant who has represented developers' proposals. The consultant complained about the number of proposals for development of private agricultural and brownfield land, which were rejected. He said for no good reason. In five years, he claimed, proposals for developments which would have created fifty thousand flats had been rejected. 
True or not, the bureaucracy is power obsessed and slow moving, unwilling to force the pace of private development and dragging its feet on issues like the Fanning Golf Course. The other current example of making a non-decision look like a solution is over the MPF. There has long been a conflict between the expectations of the public and what was promised to the business community when the MPF was created, that employers could offset their MPF contributions against obligations for long service payments. Now the government is to make available an estimated seventeen billion dollars as partial compensation to employers, but that will not eliminate the problem of having two compulsory schemes, long service payments and MPF, running together. A forward-looking government would merge the two into the MPF. Not very difficult if the government has the will. It would, of course, also need to force a drastic reduction in the still outrageous fees now collected by MPF providers. With MPF assets now nearly nine hundred billion dollars and an expense ratio which is almost absurd by international standards, these fees are now about fifteen billion dollars a year. This is divided up between seventeen trustees and various intermediaries. It is a publicly mandated gold mine for the financial sector. The land and MPF issues are linked by bureaucratic stupidity and unwillingness to take on the rich and influential in the interests of the majority of both people and businesses.